2: Morning, guys. We are back. I am back. I should say because you guys have been doing all the job. I've been listening from the other side of the screen. Yeah, no, no, Shannon Gross. Yeah, you Hidden. just make
1: it through oh.
3: this. Hiding down the I didn't even think label. about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I didn't think about it either until you just oh, I've did. I've Been that. thinking about it. <laughs> we were due for.
4: for uh, I mean, it's <laughs> day's not over yet.
3: For those yeah. people, for those people that don't know, what we're talking about last year. I don't know that it's like mill. It that yeah, it still might be online, but. We tried to scale, scare Amber and Dave, uh, and had Shannon under the table down here. And he popped With up the for Halloween. Amber, of course, was kind of like what, like <laughs> ready Hi, to Shannon. fight, and Dave was kind of like hey! so. It was interesting.
5: It was. I didn't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not like
2: it. <laughs> well, happy Halloween, everyone. Um, yeah, you guys are not safe, just okay. not for the rest of the day, just for the rest of I'm the leaving. week. I'm Be careful, home. watch mm-hmm. out for your back. But, anyways, uh, we're gonna get into the Titans later on, but before we do that, there is a big debate happening on Twitter after this golden tape trade that the Eagles made, and I wanted to get y'all's opinion on that versus you know, what was the right move? Should the Cowboys have gotten? Amari Cooper, should they have tried to get Golden Tate? Was that the right move, or what does it mean for the Cowboys?
3: I actually love the way that Nick described this last night at the uh, happy hour show. You remember what you said last night, Nick, about this?
4: Um, Kind of what you're getting. Like, I mean, as far as investment, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and actually, I think I got it really from Dave. So oh, so let's sure. Like... Let's let Dave Well, d- d- Well, Dave had talked about rating <laughs> I, really, no, I don't remember. No, basically, <laughs> this comes down to whether or not you want to buy a player or you want to rent a player. And yeah. that's what the Eagles have done. And that's what I think um, the Texans did with Demarius Thomas. That's what maybe you could say the Clinton Dix with the Redskins, you know, these players one year left on their deal. They're getting them for this year. We'll see what happens afterwards. This is what you were going to do if you got uh Earl Thomas. You were going to rent him and then hope to get him. So, it's not a, it's not a, a practice that's that's unusual. The Cowboys have get, are getting a guy for down the road. This was they get their first round pick next year, they're just getting him now. That's the difference. So, it's really going to be hard to evaluate it right now because if you compare Tate versus Cooper as
5: usual and i i don't say this with disdain in my voice because i love twitter more than everybody at this table probably but combined yeah no i love it um but that's just the way this thing works now is uh people people are in such a hurry to have to have a take or to have an opinion or you know at this you know it reminds me of the dak Wentz debate back in 2016 like people are so eager to have something to talk trash about that you know it can't it can't wait and that's i mean any trade requires time to properly evaluate just like a draft class does uh the cowboys clearly draft or traded for amari cooper excuse me because he's young and he's a guy that they think they can build their receiver core around the eagles think golden tate is a guy that can help push them to another level for another run at the playoffs and They probably don't care if he'll be around after this season, if I had to guess. I mean, they might try to re-sign him, but I don't think it's a priority for them. Whereas the Cowboys clearly intend on Amari Cooper being a key piece of their offense for five to six years. Um, And so these are two totally different trades. It's going to take time to know who made the better deal, and that's fine. But people don't want to hear that because somebody needs to be laughed
4: at, and that's
5: pretty much what fuels most of this.
4: Peterson and Wentz will probably – well, will outlast – um, Golden Tate's time in Philly. Peterson and Wentz. Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson oh, gotcha. okay. and Wentz, and I. Cooper will outlast Dak and Garrett here. Wow, that's, uh, that's, that is a big statement. That's what I think is going to happen for the, sure. C- the Garrett part
5: doesn't blow my mind so no, much, but, but I mean, and I see your logic there, and I think a lot of people probably agree with you, but I'm not ready to say that. I mean, you're right; it's a
3: little early, yeah, but I think it's very early. okay. And can yeah. I also throw in what yeah. the other thing that needs to be that needs to be, I think, remembered is that. Uh, If the reports are correct, Philadelphia Eagles were also in the market trying to get a trade for Amari Cooper. Um, They supposedly were willing to give up a second round pick for Amari Cooper. So I don't know if this is so much a and I think fans are the fans that are making those kind of arguments. They're trying to paint this picture of, well, the Eagles did the smarter deal. No, the Eagles did the deal that was left for them. They wanted Amari Cooper, if the reports are correct, just like the Cowboys and, according to reports, many other teams. There were a lot of other teams that were interested in getting him. Now, it was a less price, second-round pick. There were some other teams, though, that were willing to give up first-round picks. The point is, Amari Cooper was, according to, to I think, the just looking at the, the amount of interest there was around the league for him, he seems to be the player, the wide receiver of all these that got traded the one that was the, the most valued commodity that was available. Um, and so I think that has to be factored in if you're going to talk about, well, they gave up a three-vert to get that player, and the Cowboys gave up a one to get Cooper, and, you know, give up a four to get Demarius Thomas. and all that stuff, you have to remember, Amari Cooper was the prize, I think, the biggest prize, I think, out uh, that was being dangled by teams, and the Cowboys ended up with him. They had to give up a big price for him. Mm-hmm. We get all that, but at the end of the day, it was a situation where there were plenty of other teams out there that were willing to give up
5: ones and twos for Amari Cooper. And that's why it's, it's, you could, I mean, the flip side is that you could argue the Eagles just stayed within their budget. Like, they're like, we're willing to give this, not that. Whereas the Cowboys were like, all right, we'll give the one, understanding that this guy's going to be here for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why going back to when the Cooper trade was made, I said, yeah, it is an overpay. But when you factor in what you're getting, you know, and that, what you have, and what you have,
4: yeah. it's, you have to pay to get something like timing that. timing is, is everything, too, because what's the one thing people are saying that surprises them about Paul Alexander? It's not that it happened. It was when. Why do it now? Why not do it last week? Um, do it going into your bye week. Timing, I think, affected everything here because the Cowboys went into their bye and really wanted to have a player that they could kind of groom to get ready here for a couple of weeks um, on top of the whole future thing. Philadelphia is now going into their buy, and they're probably doing the the same thing with Tate. If Detroit beats Seattle at home, which they probably should have, but they're just not as good, if they beat Seattle at home, is Golden Tate still for sale? I don't think so. I mean, Detroit has a decision to make. They're right there at that division. I don't think that they, they get rid of their best wide receiver.
3: But, you know, honestly, I think Detroit is in a little different situation than most of the teams that traded away players because I actually think they believe because of their second round, uh, uh, their second year uh, wide receiver Galladay, I think they feel like, hey, even if we get rid of him, they may even have wanted increased role for Galladay, and they're and they're yeah, at a situation right. where they're like, hey, we're okay with letting this guy I go. Just, we'll get some compensation for him, and and at the end of the day, we feel like we're just as good because we still have yeah, two true. really quality wide I receivers agree, on our team. I
4: Agree, but I don't think they win. I don't think they make the trade if they lose. I don't. I don't know. I uh, mean if they win they win if they if they win the game sorry, yeah, maybe win, i, I the, so it's just it's just weird how the old timing from the Eagles buy cowboys buy, but you said it best just a few minutes ago that when when everyone's valu- you know uh, evaluating wide receivers, the prize of the group was Amari Cooper, and the cowboys outbid everyone and and outpaid everyone to get him, right, but they're in a different situation because they they need this guy,
5: yeah, I really appreciate. That it it really seems like NFL teams are changing how they feel about making trades, which finally fun for us. Well, not only is it fun, but it's smart. I mean, I hate to defend the Eagles, but I love the thought process that they're like, well, we'll take this guy for eight games. And if it doesn't work out, we'll at least get probably a fourth round draft pick for him, if not a third. It won't be till 2020, but we'll still get something back. Lions are the same way. They're like, well, uh, Galladay can step up and do this. And in the meantime, we'll get a third round pick for it. Cowboys okay we'll give up a first round pick with the understanding that this guy functions like a first round pick which for too long it seems like NFL teams have just acted like those picks are these sacred cows that you just can't part ways with
4: and I don't think that's true based on how bad most teams are at drafting players the yeah. winners and losers of this everyone wants to say who won the the trade deadline who's the winners who's the losers what are, what are you thinking if you're Des Bryant
3: I thought about that on my drive-in <laughs> this morning and I was thinking Either he is just basically took himself off the market
4: or I have a whole different opinion of what the NFL thinks of Des Bryant. We would rather lose picks and get better, you know, probably not not better players, but more in shape players, NFL ready players, I guess, right now um, than than to go get Des Bryant. And the thing about that is same for the Cowboys. And the
3: thing about that, the thing about that is I think the Cowboys are a little different because they got a different kind of player. They got a much younger player. When you're talking about Demarius Thomas and you're talking about Golden Tate, these are guys that are 30 years old, right?
5: Demarius Thomas is literally Des Bryant's clone. Exactly. So so you're talking about guys
3: that are right there in the same age bracket. So age is not a factor anymore. Um, Experience is not a factor anymore. It's more, which one do you prefer? You want this guy or you want this guy? And are you willing to give up a pick to get this guy versus not giving up a pick to sign this guy? And unless, again— it is a possibility that Des was contacted, his agent was contacted, and he said, I have no interest. Maybe that happened. I'm just saying it, yeah. did, it does seem a bit odd that he's still out on the street.
5: I have been hesitant to agree with Nick about this all season because I love Dez as a player, and I know how passionate he is about football, but I don't have a lot of choices but to think he probably doesn't outright not want to play football, but... I'm forced to think that like his value of himself is so far out of whack with the league's value of him, and he doesn't want to play enough to sign any deal. Yeah, you know and what I on mean. On his terms. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to play on his terms, and everybody in the league is like, "No, Not get on out of here." Those terms. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's baffling to me because yeah, I mean, I have to believe if he was willing to just sign a one year, Houston probably would have taken. That's what him, I'm what saying. You think? And, and so. I have no choice but to believe that he's the reason why he's not playing right now. Not right. the least, it's his decision. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I have a different question for you guys. And like you said, Nick, there are timing is a factor, and there are mm-hmm. other factors playing in, into this whole thing. But when you look at right now, and not worrying about the future or you know anything that would happen in the draft or whatever, if I'm the coaches, I'm concerned about what's happening right now, yeah. and if my job is in the line. So when you look at these two receivers. As far as Tate and Amari Cooper, who would have been the guy that would have helped your team the most at this point of the season?
4: That's, that's based on go- what
2: you've seen in the past from both of those guys.
4: They're they're a little different types of players. You got a, a great route running player in, in Golden Tate. Um, you also have No buttons ever really question i mean to me he's about as close as steve smith as far as body type and attitude and i mean toughness, toughness. all those things yeah um not really you know a fan favorite if you don't play if, if he's not on your team yeah. he's pretty hated um he had a cheap shot against sean lee that, that has not been forgotten i don't think that's going to be the reason why they didn't make the deal or whatever but Again, I don't even know if Golden Tate was available when the Cowboys were really trying to do that. Right, maybe right. he was, maybe he wasn't. I think he's a better route runner. He could help this team for sure, uh, and he would help Dak. But I think Cooper is kind of what they need more of, a guy that stretches the field a little bit more. That's. The,
5: I just think to, to be willing to part with a pick like that, and I understand the Eagles will probably get a pick back in 2020.
2: Wait, I'm taking out the whole pick thing. If you're oh, looking at right both now. of the players right now in the season, the who helps the Cowboys? The most who would have helped the Cowboys the most? I,
5: I, I can't. I mean, you, you have can't. you have to weigh those things. You have to. You're just like, well, you can have one or the other. I mean, that I don't know. That's not but the see, way that works. Well, you're, uh, you're a
2: big I, draft guy. Like to well, me, how I take it is like I'm worried about the now, the present. Yeah, but I see, guess the, the you
5: question can't you the the reason Cooper makes more sense is because he's guaranteed to future. be here for longer. Yeah. That's and so Golden Tate could be significantly better than Cooper, which I don't think he is, but he could be significantly better, but I'll still take the guy that's going to be here for 25 games over eight. I just, I mean, that's math. And I'm not even good at math.
3: Yeah. Well, I, was, I get what you're saying. I think what you're what you're trying to get at really is just, like, who is a better player for the Cowboys right now? You throw him on the field, who immediately helps what the Cowboys do be better, right? And And so I look at it from a couple. I think Nick made some good points there. But I think you also, if you want to look at the flip side of that, He's also a guy that can move the chains for you. So when the Cowboys are in games where they can't seem to move the ball and they can't get anything going, they can't convert third downs, he's a guy that can move the chains for you. He's also a guy that is really good in the slot and can block pretty well. So if you're a running team, maybe having that guy out there, you get a little bit more than you would, say, having Cole in the slot and you're trying to run out there where he is. We know how much the Cowboys love to motion guys in and then try to run uh, in on that same side. Maybe he gives you a little bit more there from the standpoint of your running game and your run blocking. Again, I, I think it's, it's a matter of the flavor that you want, right? Because I agree wholeheartedly with you. Like, his ability to go downfield would be a value for this team as well, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really kind of what you prefer. Yeah. Which one do you would you like to have? Because both of them could, I think, add a lot to your team where you are right now. And that also just tells you a little bit about the receiving core you currently have. There are a lot of different ways you can improve that, and yeah. both those guys could
4: improve it in different ways. Yeah, I mean, both guys are going to be easily the number one receiver immediately on the team just because of what you said, what they have. I, I think if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl and, and they don't resign him, I don't I don't think that people will view this as, as the Eagles got the better deal because if I don't think he'll put up stats. I think his stats will go down. Because what Detroit was doing with Stafford and all that, I don't think Wentz is going to just try to get him the ball. They can still have Jeffrey. They, they like they have Ertz. They have a lot of different ways they like to move. He, he might be a really good player for them and might be a missing piece, but he'll do it with less catches and less yards because of what the way that they're structured. I'm still surprised. If you're I mean, a fantasy owner, you're probably not happy about this. Is really what I'm trying to say. If you have Golden, I Tate, agree with that. If you have Golden Tate. But he still might be really good for them yeah. in different ways. Role. Yeah, fitting but, a role. but it won't be the same eight catches for 114 yards and a touchdown every game. I
5: honestly think that the teams in this division went—they went the opposite of what I thought. I mean, obviously they know their needs better than I do. But I think Washington could probably use Golden Tate more than the Eagles. And That's a good point. The Eagles could use Ha Ha Clinton Dix more than Washington. Yeah, because without Rodney McLeod, their secondary has kind of falling apart. The Cowboys needed both. The Cowboys <laughs> well, not so much Tate after the Cooper deal, but I mean fourth round pick for Ha Ha Clinton Dix, even if he's struggled this year and even if he won't resign in the offseason, I I would do that.
3: <laughs> but you know that's actually that was I would the one trade on that one. <laughs> that was actually
5: the one trade that I was a little bit like, I don't know about that. And
3: the reason why is because you look at most of the teams that traded away players they're pretty much done for the year. They don't think they're going very, very very far. And so this is a way for them to get value in a year for next year, in a year where they're not going to really do much. Packers are clearly a playoff team. In my opinion, they're, you don't think so? With Aaron Rodgers, I think very, they're always a playoff,
5: playoff contender. Yeah, that's, my, that's what I'm saying. Well, right. I, I think playoff contender and playoff team are different things. But okay, okay. Go sure. ahead. But, but let's <laughs> but let's mix words But no. yeah, the point playoff. is,
3: when you got Aaron Rodgers, if you talk to anybody in Green Bay, I'm sure they still feel like right now we're, we're where we want to be. We're fine. We have an opportunity to get to the playoffs and then make make our way. My point is, for them to give up a that kind of player says to me that they don't think he's important to them winning now. And that's the part that made me think, well, is Washington getting damaged goods to some degree because they're willing to give up a a team that considers themselves a playoff contender? Yeah, is willing to give him
5: up in the middle of the season. I think it. I think both of the guys the Packers traded. We know for a fact Ty Montgomery, but haha, too, is I think they're both guys that were just on the outs with the organization problem children. I mean, it was not that it was a couple weeks ago that haha was like, yeah, this is probably my last year here. So just get rid of that. And and if he was if he was Earl Thomas, you put up with that. But he's not. He's still a, D, a pretty good player, but not better to not have him in that locker room for the return than to worry about all that. That's what I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, for but yeah. those
2: of you listening, I hope this discussion helps you form a better idea of what these trades mean for the Cowboys and hopefully f- make you feel a little bit better about the Amari Cooper trade versus the Golden I think, Tate. I feel like,
5: I mean, yeah, and that's, it's way too early to declare right. a winner or a loser. Like, if that's what you're trying to, like, that's my point is like people who are trying to do that just have an agenda, either pro Cowboys or anti, but it, it, it's stupid to sit here and act like the Cowboys did this unbelievably stupid thing. Uh, or unbelievably smart. Yeah, no, absolutely. Know. We'll yeah, I see. Mean, people who push that agenda are just trying to get retweets, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Let's take our first break, and when we come back, we'll dive into the Tennessee offense. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a...
6: Get the live sports you love. Try Direct now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirectTVnow.com. Direct Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time price for a little little package. After three months, we monthly at full price. Currently, minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk
0: When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealercom slash football. Back to the break.
2: All right. This is the second segment of the break. And... The Cowboys do have a game to play this weekend. Uh, they're going to be facing the Tennessee Titans that. at home, which should mean that it's going to be good if it's at home, right? Good According them, yeah. to what we've seen so far. So, Dave, let's start talking about that offense and what they have to bring.
5: Stop me if this sounds familiar. Okay. Uh, you got a, a Tennessee Titans offense that has sunk a lot of resources into its offensive line. Okay, stop.
2: Yes, that does sound familiar.
5: Can you let me me ruin this? You
2: said stop if it sounds familiar. Ruin the effect
5: of the whole thing. Uh, A lot of resources into its offensive line. is not playing like the juggernaut that it's supposed to be. Uh, They have a highly touted young quarterback who has played at a Pro Bowl level at one point in his career, but kind of looks like he's lacking in confidence. A no-name receiver core uh and a couple of really talented running backs who are playing pretty well but could be playing better if their offensive line was doing better there's one more What's they that? had a really good a, tight they end they, last have really year that they don't tight. have right now it's true that's a good one Wow. Actually, that is right a there. really good one yeah uh and so as you might not as you might not be mm-hmm. surprised to hear the Titans look a lot like the Cowboys uh statistically and personnel wise um they're thirtieth in offense. Like they're literally they're not as good running the ball as the Cowboys are, because the Cowboys are still really good. And Zeke is better than Deion Lewis and mm-hmm. Derek Henry. Put but together. They're thirtieth in yards per game. They're thirtieth in passing yards, which is one below the Cowboys, I believe. I think the Cowboys moved up to 29th ninth. Cool. Eighteenth in rushing offense, thirtieth in scoring offense they're scoring 15 points a game you know how bad you have to in be? other
3: words the cowboys win just by default because the cowboys only giving up what i mean they giving up 17.2
5: yeah. this hey. this game's at home cowboys cowboys are going to win this game
4: and also tennessee, famous last words <laughs> no, right? Ten- tennessee though was, was a team you're going to talk about their wide receivers tennessee was the team that i i believe wanted cooper for a first round pick oh and that, that's actually that is makes some sense That is, you know,
5: I try to, I I follow at least one beat writer for every team in the league. And I like to think I keep a pretty good pulse on all of that. Like Tennessee, uh, their fan base and their media are kind of perplexed at why the Titans didn't try to improve this receiver core. Uh, Because you got, you got Tajay Sharp. uh, You got, yeah, he's a mid-round pick from a couple years ago. are you? He's easily... He's been their best receiver to this point in the season, which isn't saying a lot, which and hey, it's not like they haven't tried because Corey Davis, I believe the number three overall pick out of Western Michigan, uh, lost his rookie season due to injury. He hasn't been bad. He had a really clutch touchdown in overtime against Philly to beat them, but hasn't been great. Taewon Taylor, um, their receivers are worse than the Cowboys, aren't they? It's like, it's like well not anymore because the Cowboys
3: have Mark him to Cooper, say but, Kevin
4: Dyson or something no
3: like
5: that. no Gee, you know what this reminds me of This remind me of the
3: days of of uh of Jason Tucker and who was who was the other guy that went, I think he's from Texas A&M Commerce or something tall guy brazzle yeah like just <laughs> Your receivers are just guys that are just like nobody has no idea who they are. Here's a,
5: here's a stat. Um, I think that was a little better than those guys. The, ti- the those Titans guys have five passing touchdowns this year. Uh, three of them are to wide receivers, one is to a tight end, and the other one is to a safety that came on a fake punt.
4: <laughs> like they, they're married. So Mary nice. Rhodes Rota, throwing four touchdowns? I believe so, yes. It's, it's not. They have nine for the year total. Is, yeah no
5: I mean they run they run the ball but honest like they're not they're not as good at it as a team that looks like this needs to be and that's wow. really where I want to focus this thing is we complain about the Cowboys obsession with the tight end position these dudes I don't know if this is a Mike Vrabel thing but like they're obsessed with tight ends and the funny thing is Delaney Walker's on IR uh, and
3: by the way, he he changes this offense. No, he, he makes, makes this, great this offense player. appreciably better because he he's a really good tight
5: end. He is an under he is one of the league's most underrated players that. in yeah. my opinion. Uh the Titans run 12 personnel 34% of the time. Oh, that is the second most in the NFL. Wow. They run 13 personnel 10% of the time, which is the third most. So they have two if not three tight ends on the field f- half the time. What basically. Well, who are their tight ends? Uh, their tight ends are Luke Stocker, Janu Smith who is a rookie, and Anthony Furkser. Who are you? Yeah, no, literally. I and the one t- the one touchdown to a tight end was Luke Stocker. He caught the would have been game-tying touchdown in London last week had the Titans not opted to go for two. But so I guess, which was ahead. a call that I
4: love. But, but. The, you know, the, right now in Nashville on the weekly show of Titan Up they're they're saying,
3: Tightened Blake
4: up. Blake Jarwin <laughs> and Dalton Schultz and Rico Gathers, who I think plays basketball. Yeah, and then their guy goes, "Who are you?" And so
3: it's, I'm gonna up my guy Gary and say, "If you don't have a show called Tighten Up, you need to get a yeah. show called Tighten Up."
4: I think that should be a weekly thing that we do here. We we, we go do. with the
3: title of the yeah. show. I mean,
4: like Nick, we do do that every week.
3: You
5: do. Every this week. is not a segment. <laughs> yeah, we're like. I mean, it'll be Birds Insider next week. Um, <laughs> hot talk in Seattle. Hawk talk. That but would be cool. That too. would be good. This is a team that is obsessed with like smash mouth, big personnel, but like they suck at it. They, <laughs> they, they <laughs> Deion Lewis is averaging three point yards per carry, 3.8 Former yards. Patriots. Yes, back, De- yeah. Deion Lewis, 3.8 yards per carry. Derrick, <laughs> Derrick Henry, the big Heisman winning beast out of Alabama, 3.3 yards per carry. Oh. And this, I mean, Taylor Luan and Jeff. He can Jet- run too, can he? I mean, he's not a slow guy, is he? He's basically a freight train. Like but. he needs a mile and a half to get up to speed. Yeah, like
4: when he gets there, he's pretty fast. Yeah. But just just know this though: I'm mean, guys that split time, and you're the big back. Your 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 average per carry is definitely going to be down because on second on third and one Deion Lewis might have done some things on third and one he comes in gets two yards gets a first down and that kills his average you know so if, if you if you're splitting time and you're the short yardage guy your average is always going to be, be a little less down. yeah I get it
5: I hear what you're saying but for you to have invested first round picks right. in Taylor Lewan and Jack Conklin and bring in a big free agent in Ben Jones and this is I mean this was this Oakland, Dallas and Tennessee have been the ballyhooed offensive lines in the league for the last couple of years. And I mean, to not average four yards per carry, that sucks. So it's is, not
3: good. Is their offensive line intact? Or are they, do they they've have had injury issues like the Cowboys?
5: They've been I mean, nothing like the Cowboys were guys on IR. But Quentin Spain's been in and out of the lineup. He didn't play this last game. Um, I know that they've moved a couple guys around at times. But I mean, the the big three have been there. So, I mean, the tackles are the strength of the line. Yeah they've allowed 22 sacks which is one less than Dallas oh, wow. yeah. yeah i mean it's it's struggling and i i don't i didn't do a deep enough dive i can't tell you what exactly it is but they have not been playing up to the level that their talent indicates um and i think i mean mariota deserves some blame in that like i said he he mariota excuse me i believe you pronounce it mariota Mar- mariota mariota okay um he 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 looks like he lacks pocket awareness, lacks com lacks confidence. Like he runs himself into sacks and takes his eyes down from downfield, just like Dak has done at times this year. Um, he locks onto targets. He's thrown some really bad balls where like he just know that's supposed to be my read and I'm gonna throw it. And you're like, oh my god, like <laughs> that was not a good decision. What's their record again? Uh, they're three and four. They started. They lost first game of the season, one three in a row, and then they lost they've lost three in a row. So I guess tomorrow is, a is when
3: we're gonna talk about why they can win this game, is when we talk about the
5: defense. Their defense I, I'm watching their defense right now. It the numbers are impressive, but and I haven't done a lot so I don't want to get ahead of myself, but like they're they're not jumping off the screen at me the way like a Jacksonville does or used to. I mean, even when you watched them on tape heading into that game, they still looked pretty impressive. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah. Um, the, talking about their offensive line again, didn't they give up? Or did you just say that they give up eleven sacks? They have no, they've given up twenty-two sacks, but against the Ravens. Oh, they did, yes, 11, eleven of those came against. So eleven of them were
3: against one
5: team. Yeah. yeah.
4: Which well, but that but that's a big deal though. No, it absolutely is a big deal. It, it, it's very, it's very similar to the Falcons game from last year of like, yeah. you gonna give anybody any help? Like no. That was first-round pick. Just figure it out. And
3: which game was that? How Ultimate. long ago was that? Um, two weeks ago.
4: Two weeks ago. 21
3: Just like you said with the Atlanta game, my my question would be, is that now affecting future games? Like the game after that, is that when you were seeing the quarterback be less confident and be they a played, little more worried, take better. his eyes
5: down?
4: Because now he's a little Against bit more worried. Against the Chargers? Went to London and yeah. No, they better. No,
5: I mean, they they should have won that game. And, and, yeah, yeah that's true. They yeah, were in position. He went, for two. Yeah, he went for
4: two. And, and you know, Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not. But when you're dominating the second half like they were against the Chargers and had yeah. the momentum, you probably want to kick it and go to overtime there. But, you know, if you have a 16 hour flight facing you, maybe you just want to get home. I don't know. No, you want to win. You win all that way. You want to know. Much and, but, like, but, and, oh. but sometimes it's just easier to say, I got him two yards away from winning right it. there. Yeah, go for well, it. I don't have to flip a coin. I don't have to kick off. I don't have to do all that stuff. I just, just get the two.
3: And by the way, he may really believe, like, That guy on the other side is better than us. Rivers? If he gets the the ball, I'm not certain that that we're Mm
5: going to stop him. I love their decision to go for two. I I do too. I kind of love it too. I didn't like their play call. I don't know
2: if you can answer this, um, if you'll be able to remember, but.
5: I'll try my best.
2: Thank you. Um, There has been, with a few teams where you've described their offense pretty similar, like the one you just described today. Mm hmm. In comparing them versus the Cowboys. Out of those, if you could remember, how many of them have actually been better than the Cowboys?
5: Meaning, or like, what won? they what they looked like going in? Going in. I thought, I mean, Washington's offense is very similar to the Cowboys. Uh, obviously, they won. Now Washington's offense looks better than this, though. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh,
2: I know there's been a couple. Do you guys remember that? Where when he's breaking down their offense, he's... Kind of describe them a similar way than the one he just said today.
4: I mean, Houston didn't have a great running game. Um,
2: They also won. Yeah, yeah, but
4: Houston, just
5: because... Deshaun Watson is so dynamic, and and with the pre snap movement that they
4: do, it doesn't, it didn't really look we, like Dallas to me. We talked about this yesterday. A lot of teams, what they look like right now, did not it's look like different. this going yeah. into the game, and and they maybe the Cowboys were their springboard for Seattle, mm-hmm. for Houston, for um, um, when maybe Washington. We'll see. I mean, they they were kind of on the fence, anyways. So we'll see. It's a big game for them this week against Atlanta. Like that's that's huge. That's huge for for them in, in the division. If they and finish. also just
3: for them, if they're gonna if they're gonna really like take control of this thing. Yeah. I say if, they're gonna have to win those kind of games that
5: that can yeah. kind of creep up that's on you. One. you, you know? I'll start taking them seriously if they win that game. Yeah, me too. Um, Same way. Much like Dak Prescott, Mariota is athletic. Uh, he's got 185 rushing yards on the year. They do use a lot of read option stuff more than the Cowboys. I don't know. It's not, I mean, 185 over seven games, he's only averaging 30 yards per game. So he's not Michael Vick out there, but he does have that threat. I don't, I didn't see as much run pass option as you would think when you have a guy like that. I think he has a 90 yard touchdown. I don't know that off the top of my head. Think,
4: like, not this year. Oh, oh, in oh. his life. Okay, I was gonna say, damn. Well, he's like, only I've... been in the league like three years. I think it was last year, the year before. I mean, he had like a ninety-one yard touchdown run, like on a on an RPO. Like, you that. sure you're not thinking about
5: Terrell Pryor? I don't know. Terrell Pryor,
4: <laughs> Terrell Pryor did that against <laughs> a The Steelers,
5: thing. I believe, he did it against somebody. Never uh, mind then. No, it, it might. I mean, it might be Mariota.
4: <laughs> he <laughs> just gave up so easily there. I. I don't know. I don't watch AFC football, but I really feel like Mariota did have a long run, like a 90 yarder, but I don't know. It could have been prior.
2: Mm. Well, it's time for us to take our final break. And when we come back, we'll finish that up. I wasn't done. Yeah. We'll finish that up. And then you can send us your questions through Twitter at Cowboys break.
0: While a player can look good on paper. It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team.
4: Back to the break. Tommy John? Yeah, Tommy John. You know what? It has that little feeling of freedom where it counts the most. They got that little, oh, well, maybe not little, I don't know, contour pouch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. That's really, really yeah. written. Shop exclusive <laughs> yeah. Cowboys underwear yeah. at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Talking about undies, folks. Freedom where it counts.
2: That's important. Almost
4: Jonathan. Love it. Thomas, Jonathan,
2: Thomas, day. Jonathan. Okay, Dave.
4: Uh, I just wanted to so – Tighten up. Really,
5: I know I, I bash their ability to run, but uh, the things that concern me about this Titans offense are, like I said, M- Mariota's athleticism, not just in getting out the pocket, but what he can do in a designed situation, whether it's RPO, read option, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry are good players, though, and he throws to him a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like the best thing they do is leak Dion Lewis out of the play and throw it to him in the flat, which it's baffling to watch, like, how many routes are just somebody running five yards downfield and then facing the quarterback. Like, it seems like every guy that catches the ball from Mariota has is turned to him, which is frustrating. I see the Cowboys do it with Zeke way too often, but... Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry both do that a lot. They're both threats to catch the ball, and I bet you they both will catch several balls. Deion Lewis is especially scary because he's powerful and shifty. Like he's more, people think of him as a scat back, and he is, but he's more powerful than I think he gets credit for. Um, so those are those are the three that I think the Cowboys are going to have to watch because like these receivers and tight ends don't do much for me. So.
2: Okay, so is this one of those games where it comes down to the defense again? I I will get into the defense tomorrow, but for both teams. Yeah,
5: I mean, the Cowboys have reason to be optimistic that their offense will be better, but I need to see that. Yeah. So, and and we'll get yeah, like you said, we'll get into the Titans tomorrow, but I believe they're. Wait, I have it written down actually. The Cowboys are third in scoring defense and the Cowboys are second. So get ready for points. (laughs) Come on, baby. Offensive explosion.
2: We like points. You want that.
5: I'm I'm first one to twenty wins, probably. Yeah. But they play close games too. Last time I was gonna have to finish. I mean last time I said that the Cowboys hung forty on the Jags. So (laughs) it is at home. Good point. Cowboys thirty eight, Titans ten. You heard it here first. A T and T magic. Ten's aggressive. I mean, against this defense, (laughs) you're right. Tim is aggressive. But so I mean, this it's a it's a familiar looking offense. I think I think the Cowboys are it's well within them to keep this team below 24, if not lower than that. Yeah.
2: All right. Here's a question from Twitter. And Dave, thank you for that report. Twitter. It was good. Uh Twitter, yes. And I have forgotten that the Cowboys are still with 52 guys on the roster mm-hmm. right now. So Are they planning on adding another player in there, or what's up with the spot?
4: Yeah, they put C.J. Goodwin on um, IR. Hmm. Uh, I don't think they decided to announce that, I guess, Yeah. on the bye week. They're just like, well, the team's not here, so. Yeah, whatever. Um, Wait, wait. So it happened
3: last week? I I don't know. It it happened. It
5: happened. No, because he had surgery on, like, Wednesday, and I think they were – Waiting to see you know if there, if his prognosis was within the i r timetable, yeah they I probably believe, figured out over the weekend that it wasn't. Yeah. I believe the plan
4: is to bring up a player from um from the practice squad.
2: who but, are you bringing
4: i mean if, if you want to go with the defensive back to replace that, I guess you could go with Donovan Alumba um Lance Lenore could be mentioned. Do you think in you this. need to do a safety do you need another safety? Tyree Robinson perhaps
3: <laughs> just asking.
5: I mean that's you've got four. You still got four safeties because yeah. um, the oh man, Deion. What's the, the the Boise kid? Somebody. I know you're talking about. I, I can picture saying. his face clearly, but I can't remember his name right now. Um, I wanted to say Deontay Thompson, but that's the wrong side of the. Darius line. Thompson. That might. Yeah, that sounds right. I knew it was similar. Maybe he comes. D- Thompson. No, he's he's on the he's on the roster. Oh, yeah. He's one of the guys they signed. He plays. I don't know. But <laughs> dot if if he yeah Donovan Alumba. That sounds like a smart bet to me, or maybe Tyree Robinson. Yeah,
2: but not a receiver. <laughs> Forget about Lance Lenore.
5: I mean, well, he just wouldn't
3: get any time. Like he's, he'd be an active, exactly. I would assume if he if they brought him up, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, if they're it's gonna re- needed, yeah, I don't think he. I mean, he, he might at some point be on the on the team, and if they decide to part ways with someone else. But I mean, let's say they cut Deontay Thompson. I believe was Thompson on the roster the whole year. Mm-hmm. He no, been, well, he he was cut, but then he was on the roster. On he, yeah, they put him. He was active for Carolina. Yeah, he played, yeah. Fourth down, he was getting the ball. You know that 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 reminded me of the Paul Alexander thing again. Mm-hmm. This just goes to show just how much you don't want a guy here. I mean, his contract's guaranteed. I mean, obviously he's paying. You know, coaches are not on the salary cap, so it doesn't really matter the same. But like, you know, he has a guaranteed contract. I mean, one year deal for sure. And I probably had he probably got more than that. Actually, more than one year. But that just that just goes to show just how bad the situation was. It's like, all right, we're gonna pay you to leave. That's basically what happened. That that just goes that just goes to show just how much they needed a change there. You
5: know, my dream in life is to get fired from a really expensive job. Not this job. It doesn't pay well enough. But like, I want. How wanna,
2: is that a dream?
5: Because I want to get paid two million dollars to go away. Like, remember Derek Dooley. He was here coaching receivers, and Tennessee was paying him like $200,000 a month just you to. You
3: think you have $2 million skills to no, plan I, that job?
2: No. What did I say? I
5: said it's my dream. Okay, I didn't I say guess. it's going to happen. All right. I want to I mean, I get fired are, from a five job. There aren't too many job. media your jobs. You're going to make different.
3: $2 million a year. If Skip Bayless can do it, I can. I would have thought your <laughs> dream. And now be... that's a fair point. That is a fair
4: point. Hanging from the goalpost Saturday night, trying to bring it down because you just beat no, Alabama. That's would that shock you at that's all? That's a goal.
3: It, would that shock you at all if LSU wins and you're watching the TV and all of a sudden you see Dave literally on the goalpost, like shaking it. it, only, because,
4: it only because only because I, I don't know how he would get up there. <laughs> I got Brian I got, would lift him I got climbing <laughs> skills Brian, <laughs> Brian Brian's got up. Bennett And yeah, Dave He's gonna hoist there. them up
5: I got mad climbing skills I'm like a little koala bear Dave's like <laughs> Hustle hey, up there like I thought you were gonna say ago. Monkey
3: You said koala bear <laughs> yeah,
5: they're, Well cause they're tiny And furry like me i just kinda <laughs> Get up there It's fine I can't wait uh, I'm going Saturday to the game night. Saturday, Saturday, night. Saturday by week My, my flight on. My flight home From Baton Rouge Is 4 o'clock On Sunday And if we win I'm not guaranteeing I'll make it I'll just Push it back just as long as
3: you here for Monday. Yeah, I got until yeah, seven thirty yeah. on Monday night. Make it happen.
5: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I still hope y'all win. I'm not optimistic, but it's not going to stop me from dreaming.
2: Are you dressing up for Halloween?
5: Uh, I'm dressing up for Cover Four later today. What do you what, do you what are you gonna be? I'm gonna be Smoking Jay Cutler. <laughs> Which version of
4: Smoking don't, Jay Cutler? Okay. The one that says "Don't care" in the bathroom. You yep, gotta nice.
5: You gotta just tune in. Tune in to Cover <laughs> Four later today. All right. Good. You can find out.
2: All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Tomorrow, like we said, we're going to dive into the Tennessee defense and see what that whole group has to bring. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. But (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in. For Derek Eagleton, Nick Gingman, David Hellman, Amber Garcia, this has been Dallas Cowboys Break on dallascowboys.com radio.